Welcome to the Theo Soul Podcast, where theology meets sociology, along with a little bit of soul. I'm your host, Chad Cooper. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Sunday School Sundays. This is when we set aside some time for Christian education. We'll go over a Bible lesson that includes scripture verses, the background and introduction that will give us the cultural setting and time and place. Then, the exposition will give a verse-by-verse breakdown of the scripture verses. Finally, we will conclude with the summary, life application, and the DDR, Home Daily Devotional Readings. On today's Bible lesson, we are continuing our spring teaching series on Old Testament prophets who were faithful to God's covenant. We looked at the ministry of the prophets from the months of March, April, and May as we talked about faithful prophets, prophets of restoration, and courageous prophets of change. We looked at profiles of such prophets in the Old Testament as Moses, Joshua, Holder, Elijah, The suffering servant is prophesied in Isaiah chapter 53, talking about Jesus Christ, Ezra, Nehemiah, Jeremiah, Micaiah, Isaiah, and today we will look at Ezekiel. Ezekiel, the street preacher to the exiles. Our topic will be about taking responsibility. Our lesson for today will deal with Ezekiel chapter 18. We will read verses 1 through 9 and then verses 30 through 32. Our main thought, the key verse to focus in on for the lesson is verse 4. We will read from the King James Version. Behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinner, it shall die. Our unifying principle is this. It is easy to blame our background or upbringing for the misfortunes we face. What is the role of personal responsibility? Ezekiel warns Israel that each person will answer for his or her own behavior and that all must repent of their sinful ways and obey God's commands to find favor with God. Our time and place of today's lesson takes place around the year uh, the 700 BC, the 8th century. And uh, correction. It takes place in Babylon around the 600th century or uh, the years 592 to 572 BC in Babylon during the exile. Our introduction, the people of God are in dire straits in our lesson for today. 
the Babylonians have invaded and sacked the holy city of Jerusalem. In their savagery, savagery, they ravaged the temple and deported scores of people off to exile, trying to understand how they could be anointed and yet in agony, the Israelites looked for answers. This is Ezekiel's predicament in our lesson. He's left the pastorally care for a community of Israelites deported to Babylon. We do not have much, we do not have to use much imagination to understand how they felt in our lesson. We too live in dicey times, in a world wrought with trepidation despite our stance as being saved. It is easy to imagine the people asking God, why? However, as our lesson teaches us, oftentimes the answer, at least in part, is staring right back at us in the mirror. Our exposition will be broken down into section one, agents of change take responsibility for bad theology or ideology, Ezekiel chapter 18 verses one through four, section two, agents obtain change take responsibility for their own actions Ezekiel chapter 5 verses Ezekiel chapter 18 verses 5 through 9 section 3 agents of change take responsibility for their own walk with God Ezekiel chapter 18 verses 30 through 32 Section 1 is entitled, Agents of Change Take Responsibility for Bad Theology or Ideology. We will read Ezekiel chapter 18 verses 1 through 4. We will read from the New Revised Standard. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, says the Lord, this proverb shall no more be used by you in Israel. Know that all lives are mine. The life of the parent, as well as the life of the child, is mine. It is only the person who sins that shall die. In response to the dire situation of the children of Israel, a maxim came about for which the blame for Israel's fault was squarely placed on the shoulders of their ancestors. Ezekiel, however, acting under the auspices of the Holy Ghost, steps forward and sets the record straight. He challenges this faulty and fraudulent theological ideology. He speaks on behalf of God to tell the saints simply to cut it out and that they should permanently divorce themselves from this theology, which lacked personal accountability. Ezekiel is helpful for us today. He teaches us that we too have had the holy mantle of challenging bad theology laid upon us. We must, like Ezekiel, divorce ourselves, our families, and even our churches from such fraudulent ideologies. 
Any theology that denies our ability to act and make things happen is dangerous and disrespectful to the power that works within us. See the reference to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. And the Christ who through him allows us to do all things. See the reference to Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. This is perhaps the other side of the gospel coin. God is with us, in us, and thus we are immeasurably powerful because of it. Bad theologies which expounds that Jesus will do everything should be replaced with a more helpful way of understanding the agency and power in us. Instead of saying Jesus will fight our battles as we stand by idly, we should say Jesus will fight alongside us and do for us what we cannot do alone. Likewise, instead of only saying God is with us, we should recognize our agency and take responsibility to make sure that we are sticking with God. Section 2 is entitled, Agents of Change Take Responsibility for Their Own Actions. We will read Ezekiel chapter 18 verses 5 through 9 from the New Revised Standard Version. If a man is righteous and does what is lawful and right, if he does not eat upon the mountains or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbor's wife, or approach a woman during her menstrual period, do not oppress anyone, but restores to the debtor his pledge, commits no robbery, gives his bread to the hungry, and covers the naked with a garment, does not take advance or accrued interest, withholds his hand from iniquity, executes true justice between contending parties, follows my statutes, and is careful to observe my ordinances, acting faithfully. Such a one is righteous. He shall surely live, says the Lord. In these verses, the prophet Ezekiel begins to preach a sermon that makes it clear that we are responsible for our own actions. Ezekiel reminds us that no one can make us sin nor can anyone make us act saved. Those decisions are ours and ours to make alone. In the printed portion of our lesson, Ezekiel raises an example of a righteous person, one who sows seeds of righteousness throughout the fields of life's interactions. As a result, Ezekiel tells us that this man likewise reaps a righteous reward life. This is exciting news for two reasons. One, it teaches us that we are well able to do the right thing and to make the right decisions which will in turn yield us desirable rewards. This lesson also teaches us that no outside force, no generational proclivity, generational curse, can prevail over us. 
Our parents' decisions may fix us into a socioeconomic status, but while it may impact us socially, their activities have nothing to say about our salvation. We must come to know Jesus for ourselves. God is a God who can save you in a trap house. In our relationship with him, we have power over sin. Power to make the right decisions. Finally, our lesson implies that true life and true reward belong to God and nobody but God can distribute them. This is great news because a lesser judge would disqualify us for our families of origin, but not God. God is a God enough to look beyond where we may have come from and beyond our family's faults to see us and recognize our contributions. Section 3 is entitled, Agents of Change Take Responsibility for Their Own Walk with God. We read Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 30 through 32 <clears throat> from the New Revised Standard Version. Therefore, I will judge you, O house of Israel, all of you according to your ways, says the Lord God. Repent and turn from all your transgressions. Otherwise, iniquity will be your ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed against me and get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit why will you die O house of Israel for I have no pleasure in the death of anyone says the Lord God turn then and live there's another important lesson for us to grasp in our Bible story today as agents of change we must take responsibility for our own relationship with God. This is the plea Ezekiel concludes our lesson with. He lifts several action steps for us to take responsibility and authority over our eternal soul's health. Ezekiel advises us to repent. To repent is to literally turn away from sin and towards God. All of us, from time to time, turn away from God. If we do not turn towards sin, we certainly give it the occasional glance. We are human. We err. But the key, Ezekiel points out, is to repent. To agree with God about our sin and to return back to God. Anyone can be wrong and everyone will do some wrong, but it takes a child of God to admit wrong. The prophet also admonishes us to relinquish our firm grip on sin. This is another important part of teaching restoration in our relationship with God. We must not only turn our attention to God, 
but also our affection. One of the best ways to do this is by letting go of the sin that so easily entangles or ensnares us or trips us up. See the reference to Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. Ezekiel further suggests that we take on a new heart and a new spirit. These are symbols of being born again or differently oriented in the world. The preacher teaches us here that if we are to take responsibility for our relationship with God, we must be differently oriented toward God. It is also important to note that righteousness is directed toward God, but it is achieved by treating others correctly. Note verses 5 through 8. Thus, as we ask God to renew, restore, and in some cases, to altogether remake our hearts and spirits, let us do so with the intention to glorify God in our treatment of others. The prophet leaves us with the good news that we do not have to stay in the shape that we are in. We can choose God and God's righteousness. What great news it is to know that we have agency. Essentially, this entails that we have the free will to choose the best of what God has to offer. Interestingly, this text reinforces the words of Jesus in John chapter 10 verse 10 that through him may <clears throat> that through him, that we through him may have life more abundantly. However, in order to do so in completeness, we must relinquish ourselves to the will of God. Our freedom truly exists in giving over our freedom to God. In so doing, we express true agency as we become fully invested agents of God. At this intersection, we are the best in God we can be. It reminds us to think about the two great commandments that we should love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we should love our neighbor as ourselves. The lesson tells us that we are not unredeemable, we are not totally canceled. God takes no pleasure in the death of any saint, but wants all to be saved. As we think about the previous lessons that King Zedekiah didn't surrender and he ended up dying. Our lesson review and application people of Ezekiel's time believed that they were being punished not for their sins, but that of their parents and foreparents. God reminds them that all lives belong to him, and each one is judged according to his or her own sin. This is a reminder that one cannot be absolved from sin simply by blaming one another, blaming another for his or her own faults. 
It was a call to repentance and recognition that there has to be a better way. God's way. God's way called them and it calls us to make radical changes in our, to our everyday existence and culture. This is repentance. For today's lesson, our hashtag is hashtag all lives are mine. How does this verse in Ezekiel chapter 18 impact the BLM or the Black Lives Matter and its conversations? Share your views and tag us at CJCooper929 on Twitter or Instagram and Chad Cooper on Facebook. And use hashtag Feel Soul Podcast, hashtag Sunday School Sundays. Our discussion questions. Have there been any instances in life that have made you feel as if you are being punished for someone else's sins? Can you think of some ideologies that are not helpful for human flourishing? and need to be challenged in the church? Have you ever been blamed for something someone else did? Have you ever been written off by someone before they ever got to know you based on their experience with someone else? How did these things make you feel? Think about it. The theme of individual accountability permeates this lesson and serves as a reminder that God sees people as individuals who are connected to him through Jesus. In what ways do you implement personal accountability as a part of your spiritual disciplines? Finally, our DDR, the Home Daily Devotional Readings, are as follows. Monday, Jonah's experience foreshadows crisis, Matthew 12, 38-42. Tuesday, Nineveh's repentance, a lasting message, Luke 11, 29-32. Wednesday, Jonah turns away from God's call, Jonah 1, 1-12. Thursday, Sailors make vows to the Lord, Jonah 1, 13-16. Friday, Jonah resent, re, resents God's grace towards others, Jonah 4, 1-5. Saturday, God's compassion overrides Jonah's personal comfort, Jonah 4, 6-11. Sunday, God's mercy prevails. Jonah chapter 3 in its entirety. This has been another episode of the Theo Soul Podcast. You can listen to the Theo Soul Podcast on different platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. You can follow me on social media platforms, on Facebook, just look me up, Chad Cooper. On Instagram and Twitter, you can look me up at CJCooper929.
if you would like to give, you can give to my cash app, which is dollar sign CJ Cooper 22. Next week on the Sunday School Sundays, we will conclude our spring teaching series on the ministry of the Old Testament prophets as we look at the prophet Jonah. We hope you enjoy the Theoso podcast. <clears throat> where theology meets sociology, along with a little bit of soul. God bless, and have a great day.